Justice and the American way. And non-graded homework. <laughs> Can you believe that story? Can you believe that story? I, I mean, that is just mind-blowing. I mean, it really, it really is. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till they stop grading quizzes and tests, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you, one of the things that's happening in schools a lot now, and it it blows me away, and this was, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, this was actually happening in the STEAM Ahead program at West High School, which is one of the reasons why when they did this PhD study on the efficacy of the blah, 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 you know, I opposed it because I asked, I said, well, are you going to take into account the fact that the kids in the STEAM Ahead program get two bites at the apple on their tests? Well, what do you mean? Well, if they don't like the grade they get the first time, they get to take the test again. I said, and I know, because human nature is what it is, I know there are kids in those classes that aren't really studying for the test. They take it the first time to see what's on the test, then they study, then they take the test the second time, and they get a better grade. Nope, we're not going to take that into account. Well, is the rest of the school giving two bites at the apple? Not that we know of. Okay, so how can you compare the grades of a program that's giving kids effectively Two times to take the same test with kids who get one shot. So what's the? you might as well not grade the test. Well, the important thing is that they learn. Oh, so what you're saying is the important thing is that they learn what you've put on the test, not that they know the material well enough that they can take any test on the material that you give them because they studied for it. Yeah, that's called preparation. You know, there's something... You know, I'm a, believe it or not, I'm a trained professional salesman. I, I know, guy across the window, he's looking at me like, okay, Ralph, I get it. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and one of the things that you're taught in sales is that piss poor preparation leads to piss poor performance. I mean, I hate to put it that way when you're, you know, eating your cornflakes and sipping your coffee, but that's the case. And then they say, well, practice makes perfect. No, 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 no. Perfect practice makes perfect. In other words, practice it the right way and you will get the right result. You will learn to do the right thing. That's kind of like the point of homework, right? Teacher goes through the lessons in class. You do a couple examples. You get the theories. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I think I got this. Great. Here are your 20 questions to show that, you know, your 20 homework problems to show that you understood it. Bring it back to me. I'm going to review it. I'm going to grade it. It counts. It matters, right? So if you're going to say that it doesn't count and it doesn't matter, or if you're going to say, oh, well, don't worry about your grade on the test, you get to take it again. Now, are there those instances where a teacher collects the test and everybody craters on it that you might want to reevaluate either what you taught or how you tested it and do it again? Yeah. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the ability of, by the way, just so we're clear, West has now done away with that little feature of the Steam Ahead program. 
Yeah, they finally caught on to what the kids were doing, and they said, oh, that ain't working. Yeah, no kidding. Good God. Bye-bye, Mr. Motika. Thank you for leaving. <sighs> Thank God Richard Deschard is now the principal over at West. But anyway, I digress. Um, so when you, when you do this stuff, you set expectations of behavior, and frankly, it's not rocket science to figure out how this thing is going to get screwed up. So how are you adding to the instruction? Now, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, and unfortunately, I can't imagine because some of the stuff that I've seen since I've been on the inside of the Manchester School District as a school board member, right? I can totally imagine an assistant superintendent threatening teachers about uh, not announcing what they're going to be doing and, and, and just doing it. I can totally imagine teachers being sanctioned because they reviewed and or graded the homework that they weren't supposed to review and or grade. You know, I, I, I am not the kind of guy who says, okay, it's cool that kids come home from school with another 18 hours of homework that they have to stay up until, you know, they, they have to get on the bus again the next morning to go to school. No, 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 that's not me. And I'm not a fan of the so-called summer work. I believe it is an enormous intrusion that interrupts other forms of learning. And just the fact that, especially in this neck of the woods, we, we get about six days of summer and it shouldn't be with kids buried in homework. And I really didn't like it when we, you know, take what little vacation that we take as a family and my kids are, you know, get their books in tow so they can do their geometry or whatever the hell it was, uh, you know, <laughs> while they're on vacation. So I'm not, a, so don't get me wrong. I'm not a big fan of this, but you know, if the, uh, if the English teacher wants you to, uh, you know, write five paragraphs to demonstrate that you understand the grammar. Oh, wait a minute. We don't teach grammar anymore. But to understand that you comprehend something. If the math teacher wants to give you a, a, you know, a chapter in the book for homework so that you can show that you mastered what was taught in class, okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. Kid comes home with 20, 30 minutes of work from uh, you know three or four classes every night. I'm okay with that because to me, that's an extension of what they learned in the classroom. And if they're struggling with the homework, then the teacher ought to be able, yes, to say, hmm, little Susie doesn't look like you're quite understanding this math equation that we taught. So let's review it again. And you're not going to see that as the teacher unless you're doing it on the homework until, of course, you get to the test. And at that point, the kid has just bombed the test. Well, what good does that do? Well, I suppose in a system where you get to retake the test, it's not a big deal. So maybe that's Merrimack's next step to try to correct falling test scores as a result of their stupid homework policy is the retest feature. Where you get to do the same test and get a better grade. But is that really working to learn the material? I don't know. Doesn't seem to me to be the case. But oh, I know. I know. I don't have alphabet soup after my name. I'm not a trained professional educator. I'm not a wizard of smart. Um, that uh, <laughs> To which I say, and I've said this, and you should see the looks I get when people talk, well, we're not professionals. And, I, and I, I, will, I will sit there in committee or at the board and say, well, I'd just like to remind everybody, the experts built the Titanic and the amateurs built the Ark. <laughs> Noah lived to tell about this about his trip and uh well not many people on the Titanic did right so uh but 
these these latest these fads, these theories, the stupidity. And what did Bob Bevel say that should have rung a bell with everybody because it has been the epicenter of the fight that we have carried on in Manchester from these airwaves for six years and for the last two as a school board member. And that is what evidence do you have that a a problem exists and that needs to be corrected and b your correction is the right one. There's never any data in any of this crap. Only a bunch of BS that supposedly uh, justifies the recommendations. But one of my, and I hate to say this, but one of my favorite things as a school board member was being the lone vote against the uh, the the uh, distribution at the at the cost of ninety thousand dollars of a of a of a of a book series, a series of books throughout our elementary schools. Okay, now I oppose that for a number of reasons, not the least of which is they were they were using very emotionally charged topics and and books with kids at very young ages, much too young, in my opinion, to intellectualize the material, whether it was on slavery or race or the environment. I mean, come on. Some of the stuff they were doing in this thing, just awful. Awful, traumatizing to little kids. But that aside, I asked, what evidence do you have that this, using this book series the way you're proposing, is going to improve the literacy of our students? You know what the answer was? Ah, uh, yes. Well, they, uh, we've only been piling it for six months. We don't have adequate results yet to know whether or not it's working. This is why we're doing it. Oh, because the teachers are so excited and you should walk into their classrooms and see these wide-eyed little kids so engaged. I'm like, yeah, because you're scaring them half to death when you got bulldozers running over penguin habitats in the antarctic in the second grade they're probably scared out of their minds of course they're wide-eyed but anyway literally six weeks later guess what we got at the curriculum and instruction committee we got the test scores the standardized test scores from our title one schools including the ones that had used this magical wonderful pilot program that got spread at a cost of 90000 bucks to the entire school district. And of the eight schools on the agenda whose test scores we have, can you guess which one, which ones were the worst in the district? The one with the pilot program. Which led me, your ever irreverent school board member, to say, why didn't we wait for this data to come out and then figure out what the schools that met or exceeded their benchmarks did so we could spread that through the district? Well, the principal of the school has determined that they weren't, they weren't testing correctly. And instead of using the computers, uh, instead of having the kids test in the computer in the classroom, now they're going to do it in the library or what was the library. So they had every reason why. I'm like, wait a minute. You, you only get to 88% of your goal. I get this school here that's at 103%. I get this school there that's at 108%. I get this school here that's at 100%. Why aren't we walking into those schools to find out what they're doing? Why are we using the school that had the least result? Oh, but apparently the most excited teachers and students. I'm still waiting for an answer to that one beyond the, well, they're going to they're gonna change how they tested. They're going to... I don't remember if it was from the library to the classroom or to the classroom from the library. I don't remember. But this is the kind of crap you deal with in education. So now in Merrimack, we've got a wizard of smart. 
a PhD who says back in May, he determined that they would stop. Well, I guess I'm not sure what they determined. First, it's going to be no homework, then no grading homework, then no grading minor homework. Ugh. And a school board that pulled the three monkey, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil routine twice. Now, I will tell you, that school board, in not taking any action at all, gave its blessings to what the administration did. Shame on them. They don't know what their role is. Maybe they agree with it. And the best way to agree with it is to not make, not make a motion to support it, but not to make a mo- but to not make any motions to counteract it. But apparently, the whole idea of reinforcing classroom lessons with relevant homework to both determine whether or not the kids get it and help them master the skill is now something that is going to be left to the honor system because, after all, it's the kids' responsibility to educate themselves. You know, that guy needs to be smacked. And thankfully, Bob Bevel, parent, is uh, going to put up a fuss in a fight, uh, as he should. But, folks, I tell you all the time, and we, we, we provide you with example after example after example of why this is true. If you don't realize that you are the cat and they are the mice and that they will play if they don't think you're paying attention, you have got to change your thinking. It is your responsibility as a parent, as a taxpayer, as a resident of your community to pay attention to what's happening in your local community at your town council at your board of selectmen, at your board of mayor and aldermen, at your school board, at your village water district, whatever it is, and let them know that you're not going to tolerate this foolishness. And if your elected officials aren't willing to do the work, there's a simple solution. You might not like it, but it's true. Either support the opposition which rarely materializes in these communities, by the way, or be the opposition. You get what you deserve in government, and what you deserve is what you fight for. This is Gerard at Large. 